0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Everybody, back again. Back again. I tell you, well, first of all, man, hey, Tweedy is still in office. He's still the president. Man, what has to happen? What has to happen? But you know what? I don't blame him. I blame the Republican Party. They have total control over this whole thing. If they wanted to get this thing over with and get him out of the way, they would do it. They're sitting by and they're watching. Okay, I got that off my chest. Moving on. It is August 31st, Thursday, and first thing I want to do is thank last week's guest, uh, Brother Dion Brantley from the South Shore Class of 77, uh, that was be- you know before the uh, picnic and reunion and we had a-, had a really good show, really good show. I really want to thank Dion for taking the time to, to come on. Uh, speaking of the uh, picnic and reunion, real quick, I want to give kudos to the uh, reunion committee They did a beautiful job, man, I tell you, on the picnic and on the uh, reunion. I I had the time. I haven't had that good a time since the Class of 76 reunion. And before the 76 reunion, I had not had that good a time since the Class of 75 reunion. So uh, these reunions are something else. I love them, and I I hate for them to end, which is really why this show started after 75. I wanted to to keep some kind of rhythm going and keep some kind of link uh, so we just don't have to wait a whole nother year to have something. So I did this. But thank you to uh, Margaret Schaefer, Michelle Nolan, Valeria Hubbard, Melanie Sharp, Dionne Bradley, Angela Bennett, and this young lady here. Uh, all I was hearing about about what a great job she did. I guess she took the bull by the horns and really, really took control of things. That's uh, Adrienne Murray. And last but not least is my guest, on the show today, his sister came out of '77. Also, represent Northern Illinois. She is a resident of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Now, I want to bring on Sister Sylvia Bennett. Sylvia, how you doing?
2: I'm doing great, Keith. Thanks for having me on.
1: Thanks for coming on. Thank you for coming on. I really, I really, really humbly appreciate you taking the time to come on. <clears throat> now, what I usually do on the South Shore, Tyler Life, uh, is. The first time around, we kinda of tend to go back and uh just kind of reminisce a little bit we're gonna work our way up and you we know we're gonna get up in that picnic and that reunion. We we going there. We're going there. But when you uh what comes to your mind when you when you when you have those reflections of that uh period in South Shore uh what what tends to come to your mind more than anything else?
2: High school was a a great experience, growing up experience for me Cause, um I hadn't lived on the south side that long when I went to high school. We had only um, lived on the south side two years. So I really didn't know a lot of people other than uh, the people from Horace Mann that went to South Shore. And i just like to say that I was so glad to see all of them Sunday at the picnic because there were so many of us there. But at, at high school, I found friends and I found talent that I had. I found um I could do things, you know, work in the office, work on journalism, work in TV studio, things that I probably never would have explored um, just on my own because school was so easygoing at the time, you know. So, And my sisters went to school there, so my goal was not to get their teachers.
1: Now, where did you come to South Shore from? Where were you before then?
2: I, went, I I went to Horace Mann on the south side, but prior no, to that, no, we grew up. Yeah, That's
1: prior no, to that, right. we grew up
2: in Cabrini Green, and okay. I went to Shilla <laughs> Elementary School in Cabrini Green.
1: Oh, you came from the Greens. Yeah, you yeah. Greens. Wait, well, I tell you we I couldn't haven't...
2: go outside and play.
1: <laughs> wow. So who, who who was your circle uh, once you got in the South Shore, even, you know, migrating from uh, Horace Man, who was your circle of people who you could lean on uh, when times were tough and you can count on, and who did you have fun with back then?
2: Okay, well, my first friend on the South Side is, was Janice Owen, and so she was there. I met Kathy Ray because her grandmother lived on the block my family lived on. Um and then just met people as I went along. Um uh, my uh, locker partner for 4 years was Ella Alexander. Her last name is Eason now. And from the day we became locker partners, we became friends. I actually met Angela Bennett and her brother Melvin Bennett on the first day of school, I'm sure. So it was just as you start to do different things, you meet people. Um in physical education, um I played on the freshman winning volleyball team. So that was a lot of fun for us then, um, and just different things. You know, like I enjoyed um, taking languages, biology. I was just all around with school, you know. I would try anything back then. So I would try any sport, try anything. So,
1: But so I always wanted to there? cheer,
2: and that's why I joined the pep squad, so I could cheer.
1: Okay back then, as far as uh, the educators, uh, if you can, can you think of any particular uh, lesson you got from them that you can look back on and 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 say that that has to do with the person that you are today? Who influenced you more so? Wow, my
2: biology teacher. Now I'm not gonna be able to remember her name, but she had so much. She taught us so well and had so much faith that uh, Kathy and I had biology together, and we were the only sophomores. The next year, they got to take chemistry. Now, Miss Cobb, Miss Moore yeah, Miss Cobb, Miss Moore, and Miss Byrne were almost had me being a physical education teacher. Um, that's how much they were teaching um, me in gym class. That um, I really wanted to be a physical education teacher till I found out you had to learn how to swim, and so that changed that for me. But they had a big influence on me there. And um, I worked in the office with Mr. Poole, and he really looked out for us, office aides. And um, later on, Miss uh, Hanley was our journalism teacher, and she, and she did a lot as far as teaching us things to do and how to get ready for going out into the world.
1: Now, I know that you came up on uh, 82nd and Clyde. Uh, during that time, eighty mm-hmm, first, yes, yeah, eighty first, yes. Shirley and I yes. were pretty good friends at the time. I'd actually, I'd actually been by the house a few times just to visit, so I, I remember.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I remember, I remember the house there. Yep. So
2: yeah, my mother, my mother, she's still there. That's why when people say they couldn't find me for something, you didn't try to send no mail to my mother's house because she still lives there.
1: Mama's still there. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm seeing that there's plenty people who are now uh in still in the houses that they came up in you know and that's uh
0: mm-hmm.
1: I wish that' play the same and that's 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 a really good thing if you can hold on to that you know foundation
2: mm-hmm.
1: now back then you were uh you know we all evolve in some kind of way uh is is there any is there any major contrast in the person you were back then, in comparing to the one that you are now. I know that, of course, we're all more mature. Uh, were, you, were you really shy then and outgoing now, or vice versa? Uh, what, what type of person uh, were you then compared to the Sylvia Bennett today?
2: When I was in high school, I weighed 98 pounds. At the height I am now, I had crooked teeth, pressed and curl hair, and no makeup. At my 20-year reunion meeting, one of the guys, his name is Fitz Lloyd Smith, said, we talk talking about prom. He said, oh, Sylvia, I would have taken you to the prom. And I told him, think back. And I've known him since seventh grade. And I gave him that description. He said, yeah, you're right. I wouldn't have taken you. So I was this little skinny, little nerdy girl who kind of like just moved along. Today, as a woman of God, uh, I'm a deacon in my church. I have more leadership roles. And the one thing I've learned over the last uh, few years here at church is listening is the greatest skill you can teach someone because you have to listen to know. And usually when I'm in a meeting now, I'm listening and I'm jotting down the thought I have because I don't want to be that person to say, I had something to say, but I didn't remember it. So I'm writing and listening to what's going on in meetings.
1: Yeah, that uh, I, I, more, I wish more people did just that, and it, it, it sounds simple, but it seems to be really difficult for a lot of people to just listen. You know, take a moment, listen, mm-hmm. use what you can use. Yep. So you uh, you spent a little time at Northern Illinois, and you ended up in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Now, what what took you to Pittsburgh?
2: I was. Um I started working in the mortgage business while I was in Chicago, and I actually landed a job at a really good company, and um, they were the number two subprime lender at the time, back in the '90s. When I when I got there, I had already been in the business over ten years at that point, and um, they asked me would I move, and I just asked my um, vice president at the time. I said where. It it wasn't even a thought of saying no because I knew that if I left Chicago and didn't like it or something happened, I could always come back home. That's home for me. And so Mm -hmm. I left and went to Columbus, Ohio, and became an office manager of the mortgage company. And then later, within 18 months or less, they offered me a job to move to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I actually live in a small town north of Pittsburgh called Zillionopol, but most people can't say it, so I just say Pittsburgh. I
1: hear you. I hear you. <laughs> and you've been there for how long now?
2: 17 years.
1: 17 years. You don't no one know. would
2: have told me that I wouldn't have spent the turn of the century in Chicago when I was actually in Columbus, not knowing that I would be gone from there in five weeks. I came here in February of 2000.
1: Mm-hmm. and I know in addition to your, your bread and butter you also uh, I'll, I'll let this for the people to know in case they want to contact you and uh, get with you and do some business with you as far as you, you, you're you kind of into that Mary Kay cosmetic aren't you?
2: Absolutely I'm in Mary Kay for life currently I'm a star team builder in Mary Kay uh, I actually started when I first moved here so I could meet people that was my goal uh, since then, I've seen it pay the light bill, pay the gas bill. It give you a wealth of friendship. When I had to have surgery after only being here 10 months, it gave me a support system like no, no other. You know, people that they, we love each other in Mary Kay unconditionally. We don't compete against each other because we don't have to. We all can make the same uh, money. And I'm in a really... Um, good area. I'm actually in the number one area in the United States, Mary Kay. My executive national director, her name is Gloria Mayfield Banks. She's number one in the world. So God gave me some great women to work with.
1: Now, if someone is interested, you know, and they want to talk to you about uh, checking out some brochures, making some purchases, I mean, what do they need to do to get a hold of you?
2: They can... Um, go to my web. I have a website. Mm-hmm. It is www.marykay one word dot com backslash s Bennett 13 or they can just go to the Mary Kay website and put in Sylvia Bennett Pennsylvania and they'll find me. My picture is out there or they can inbox me on Facebook because I'm on Facebook.
1: Okay. I was going to say and I on can. Facebook,
2: yeah, I can sell a ship anywhere in the United States.
1: Okay, that's, that's important. Wow. So this last weekend, we had uh, your class of 77 reunion. How you feel? Absolutely.
2: You know what? I told them Sunday when we were leaving, I said, what am I going to do next week? You know, because we have worked putting a reunion together via conference call for a little over a year. But what I know is when you can work through a conference call to get things done, you got some awesome people working behind the scenes. And people in Chicago that were willing to do the footwork while the people out of town couldn't go to the banquet hall or couldn't do certain things. But it was... Just putting it together was fabulous, you know, and to think on Monday morning, I was like, oh, I don't have anybody. If I get an idea, I don't have anybody to call. Well, that's not true. We did have an idea. So Adrienne and I have spoke about two things that we want to look into getting done, putting together a memory book from the weekend mm-hmm. and um, to participate in the, the Croc Center in Cal Park. is having a breast cancer walk. October 7th, and um, it's like six of us, for sure, are breast cancer survivors. I'm a six-year survivor this year of breast cancer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and then, like, Melanie Sharp, she's a survivor. She gave me those names. I wrote them down, and they're on my desk at work. But we found uh, out other people were survivors.
1: I'm familiar with Melanie. I, I attended her. She has a really, really nice uh, cancer survivors uh, event at the bowling alley every year, and I've gone to a couple of them. Now. Mm-hmm. And they're really, really they're powerful. Uh, they're touching. They're, they're sharing, and, and, and they're fun. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this October. We're, we're going to do a show together on that, and we'll put it out there. But, yeah, just so I'm with you on that. I but I just made, being made aware of yourself. So I'm glad you, mm-hmm. to have you here. Yes.
2: Yeah. And the key to to breast Uh, cancer is for the ladies. I would tell them, just go get the mammogram. Yes, it's difficult. Yes, it can be painful. Yes, it's that. But had I not gone when I went, who knows where my life would be or even if I would even have life. And you can get free mammograms. If you don't have health insurance, then you've got to call the American Cancer Society and they'll tell you how to get
1: one for free. I'm just hoping that somebody listening is hearing what you're saying and will take heed or know somebody who they can get to take heed and go ahead and do exactly what you just said. You no, know? right.
2: And it's, Keith, it's important that they that we as women share our stories with people, because had I not shared what I was going through, seven women that had never had a mammogram through work and friendship. They wouldn't have had one because I was diagnosed. Even my national sales director, her name is Chrisette Ellis out of Detroit, she called after she read my email the next morning to see when was the last time she had one and made an appointment to go that week. All of that is very important. And what I learned in Mary Kay is that sometimes we can't remember when we went last, so I always go in my birthday month up until I had the breast cancer. Now, I was a few months behind, so that happened in April. But my mammogram month is April, but all my doctor appointments and things, I go in the month I'm born in. That way I know when to go next year because that date's not changing.
1: That's a good concept. That's a good concept. Wow. Wow, that's... I appreciate you sharing that information, man. I mean, that could... You know, like I say, I'm sure that somebody's going to take heed or get somebody to take heed, and I'll hopefully it will it will make a difference. Now, I'm going to tell you, the reunion, you all did, I don't know, I have this thing about South Shore. Anybody who really knows me knows that uh, it's in my blood. And when I'm around you all, it's just a whole different dimension. It's a whole different element. I don't want to leave you. Uh, it's actually a little sad when it's when it's over with, but I, I that's why I, I like to take pictures and stuff so I can have that to, you know, just to kind of keep that vibe going a little bit. But uh, I want to congratulate you all for the job y'all did, man. That was beautiful. And that flashlight. That. Who, came, who, came up with the slas- who came up with the flashlight solar train line? Who, whose idea was that? Adrian.
2: She found those glasses and she said, "I'm gonna order these glasses and we're gonna start the dancing with flashlight." And had a glasses turned on, and we didn't know what people were gonna think. I was on board as soon as she said flashing glasses. I was on board, and the people really embraced it that night, and it was so much fun. It was like we had been to school that day, that we had left school and gone out to dinner,
1: you know, not knowing some of us hadn't
2: seen each other in 20 years.
1: And I want to say, if, if anyone who hasn't seen it. It, it, I did a Facebook Live. It is on the uh, right now. It's on the South Shore '77 uh, Reunion Committee site. But I want to I want to get it on the TARS, the graduates, and the classes that are out there, like '76, '73, '75, and all those sites. You know what I'm talking about. And uh, but it was it was really nice. Uh, that that line dance with those glasses on was really a highlight of the evening to me. You know, I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was it. Was
2: just. It just it was a great way to start the dancing. Once we were ready to start yeah. it, I just thought that was a great way to start it. Even though Flashlight came out after we graduated, but we all know that school from college when we first Not got it. there. But
1: our music has no time zone. Our music you can play any time and it'll feel like you were there during the time it came out. How times are right. changed, but <laughs> you know. Hopefully we can get our music back. I don't know. When we lost our music, we lost our minds. Maybe getting some of that music back will kind of tend to soothe the savage beast a little bit. You know what I mean? So hopefully that will happen. What I want to do now, uh, we're, going to, we're going to talk about the picnic. I'm going to take my old school break. We're going to talk about the picnic. Uh, first, uh, and if anybody wants to call I really, if you're listening and you were at the picnic or the reunion, give us a call and share your thoughts and share your reflection on the events. Uh of the picnic and the reunion, uh, 718-664-9513, uh, 718-664-9513. Don't be shy. If you don't want to tell us who you are, you don't have to. Just tell us how you felt and uh, about the good time that you had, and uh, you can tell us how good you, uh, you enjoyed Rob's Rears, Which you're going to talk talk about that after the break. Man, that was the baddest. Man, okay. But I wanted to take now for uh, recently, thanks to Brother Joe Stoter. He made us aware that one of our... Uh, Alumni had passed away. Uh, brother Harry Kendall, uh, class of I believe '76, uh, called him Waxman. Uh, consistently cool down earth brother. I remember him. And uh, before we go into our break, I just want to have a moment of silence. Whether or not, if you pray, if you meditate, or if you just think, do what you do for these next few moments, and then we'll be right back. Sylvia Bennett. Before we go any further, I want to make sure I give kudos to the, to the DJ. Do uh, you recall his name, Sylvia?
2: Um, the DJ from our thing? Uh, no, I do not. It was yeah. a- I do know it's Adrian's okay. cousin.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, we well, had, Adrian's, yeah. cousin, Adrian's cousin is a bad dude. He did a hell of a job. Uh, I tried to feature him a little bit and have him put his information out. Uh, it's on one of the Facebook lives. Hopefully, maybe somebody listened to it, need a DJ and give his brother a prop because he was on point all night long.
2: Absolutely. Uh,
1: now, we left that, and I tell you, that next day, picked you right up there at the picnic right there behind the new South Shore. Uh, I won't go there, but right there, right there at the spot where our high school used to be. But uh, another good job, man, I tell you. It was it was it's so beautiful seeing everybody Uh what what was your take on that how what what feeling do you get I know how I feel about today what what what's it
2: like i for just you? keep I just keep wanting to see our school there, but once I was back yeah. there and um I said, well, they did a good job, you know as far as the new school closer to the street, and then what they did with the rest of Rosenblum park, I really did the the way they got the practice feel and, they made it really nice for the children that's coming after us. So, uh, I just, it's hard to go down 76th street and not see our school, but I got that. I got a picture of it. So I'll always have my picture of my school. I just wish we could have went back in one more time before they uh, tore the building
1: down. It, It was a sad sight to see, see the crumbled brick at that spot, but you know, life goes on and, uh, it is what it is, man. But I tell you, I, I got to the picnic very early. I was, got there right about when uh, Brother Rob got there, uh, Smokey, Robert uh, mm-hmm. Taylor. And I got a chance to watch his prep, watch him prepare, and I tell you, I've been all over the country, and I've had ribs everywhere. I got to tell you, Brother Rob is second to none. Uh, he very well is probably number one. He's professional. He's efficient. He's uh, efficient. He knows he knows his craft. He does the job well, Brother Rob. Rob's ribs, and he does, uh, he'll do outdoor events, uh, whatever you need him to do. You can you can get a hold of him uh, on Facebook, Robert Zachary Taylor, and you can work it out from there. But I had to say that about Brother Smoker. Did you get a chance to check those ribs out?
2: Yes. And you know, he cooked for us at our 20-year as well. But the one amazing thing that he did this year, uh, Part of his proceeds is to help one of our classmates, Tarana Thomas, who is currently fighting breast cancer. And he that was his idea. You know, he knew of her struggle, you know, and he wanted to help. And that was his way of helping. So I thought that that was the most wonderful giving thing a person could do is sow a seed for somebody else.
1: And speaking of Tarana, she... That same night, I just happened to come across a Facebook live. I didn't see it live, but I did see the video that she did thanking everybody from her heart. And it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was probably the most beautiful acknowledgement of a, a good deed uh, that you can possibly expect to hear from anybody. And you can tell she, she dug deep down into herself and put that out there. And, uh, and I, I appreciate her. And, uh, man, I just want her to do well.
2: Yeah, now, I, I I I I like to give her hope. Um, so I promised her that I will be texting her, inboxing her, calling her when she if she need anything to call me anytime. Because yeah. I've already walked in those shoes, so if I can help in any way.
1: Absolutely, and I I'm, I believe that she will. I hope that she will. Mm-hmm. When you. What did you think of the picnic? I mean, it, I, I I know I don't I don't want to talk too much about how I felt because I have you here and people who know me. I don't have to say anything. They know where I'm at with that. But I just get a We were there.
2: saying it was the best one ever. We had a picnic after the 20 year reunion as well. Um, we had a lot of fun that day too, but this one it was just so. I, I, it was just the best one ever. People looking in the yearbooks, taking pictures of their picture. They brought their grandkids. Even my great-nephew came, and I watched this kid play with Dion's grandson and was upset when it was time for him to go home, you know, and he's only six years old. and But he had such a good time um, there. He never once told us he was ready to go home because he's always ready to go home. But he was just playing, and they watched those adults play that cornhole game, those two little boys, and they worked really hard at trying to master that game. It was fun to watch. And then I know you've seen the video of Dion's grandson dancing to Don't Stop the Music. We all was videotaping yes, um, him because he okay. just broke yes. out dancing. We was like, look at him, you know. And it was just like, it was like a family reunion picnic instead of a class reunion picnic. So and then when everybody kept coming from different classes, you know, I think the 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 last person I met was from class of seventy four and that's my sister's class, my oldest sister's class. So um it was just good to see they people they said people would drive by and see our sign and go home and get their T shirt and come back. You know, they go home and get their stuff and come back up there. So just to know that um South Shore means that much to so many of us. And so many of us still live in the neighborhood. So um, just to put that sign up, it was just worth it. Just to say we was from one of the classes. We even saw a lady in the Walmart earlier that day who saw us in our T-shirts and wanted to know. And we invited her. She had graduated in 83. You know, people would see us and say, where is it going to be, you know? um, One of my good friends who didn't go to South Shore, but she knew what I was in town for and her only way of seeing me, she came to the picnic too. My sister came to the picnic. She brought her friend to the picnic. Everybody was having a wonderful time. And that's what it was all about. It was so much joy that we didn't want to leave.
1: But we had to go. Thank you, sir. It was so well represented, so many different classes and people. You know, I looked at the pictures, and a couple of times, and I I took one moment to focus on the facial expressions. And the expressions in every picture, you can just see the. It's like, like a relief, like a people just being themselves and having a genuine good time. You don't, nobody's frowning, nobody has that look, you know, on their face like, damn, what's wrong with them? it 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 was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yes, it
2: was it was just the the whole weekend. Even uh you weren't at the uh dating game. Uh we were looking for a place to have our meet and greet Friday night and uh my sister gave me a few suggestions and then I knew her uh, friend Anitra Smith who bartends at the dating game on um Friday night and she and I communicated by inboxing each other the details, and she set it up so beautifully for us, and every and she put us right at the door, so that when people would walk in, we would see them. And of course, you know, when we see people, we scream. And then she bought yeah. it and had us a little spread of food laid out. It was just wonderful. And the DJ kept acknowledging us that night. We had the best time at the Dating Game um, as well. The owners of the Dayton Game um, played us like an hour worth of music before the DJ got there, uh, they were very um, nice to us and were glad that we thought to use their establishment for our meet and greet. And it didn't cost us anything. All we had to do was show up. And I thought that that's a great way um, to, you know, showcase your business because people will remember that. And maybe the class of 78 will do something there or the next time somebody else's reunion, it's just something to remember because that game game has been on Stony Island forever.
1: Yeah, that goes way back, boy, as far as mm-hmm. long as I can remember. You know, for, for a club to last that long, usually they're five and out or something like that. But, well, like you say, the way they treated you guys, it says a lot about probably why they've been open so long, you know.
2: Absolutely.
1: Uh, so if the whole anybody weekend started, was
2: just fabulous.
1: I don't, I don't want to put you on the spot by trying to just name people, but because you're going to leave somebody out, and if I ask them to name some people, they may have you and I do leave you out. It's just the way it is. But I'm just curious, was is is anybody that really kind of uh, you were really surprised to see and really happy to see, uh, not necessarily more so, but just, just, just kind of sticks out more than anybody else?
2: I have to think about that, because I come in and out of Chicago, so most of the reunion committee people I've seen, I have to think about that. Well, you know what? I was really happy to see uh, a few people from um, my grandma's school because we haven't seen them in 40 years, some of them. You know, some of the guys that was there, uh, what sticks out for me was uh, Donald Taylor, uh, Derek Bird. We all went to Horace Mann, and just as they came up there, I saw Faye Reed, just that whole little group. I need to post my picture from grammar school, from the picnic, because it had to be about fifteen or twenty of us there, and some of us, um, literally haven't seen each other in forty years since we graduated high school, and it was good to see them and talk to them. And Ella was there. Ella Pace, that's not her name. She go by another the name adult. on Facebook, but she was, yeah. yeah, she was there, and she just happened to be in town, so she came by the picnic. And uh, she was in my seventh grade class, you know, just to see people you haven't seen in all that time, you know, was just wonderful, you know. So it was just fun to see. And, like, I saw um, Fitz Lloyd and his wife, Yolanda. I hadn't seen them since the 20-year reunion because they live so far out. So when I'm in Chicago, you know, that's just too far to come, coming to the city. But my regular running-around friends, we try to meet up when I'm in town, so... So we always, when I'm coming to Chicago, I always let people know, and then we get to the post them where we're going to be. And I saw Dion, and I hadn't seen Dion Bradley in 20 years. So just to be able to see him, and he's still the same and still crazy no matter what. And his um, son was just wonderful, you know, the way he uh, catered to us and treated us. You know, you just know good upbringing when you see it, so... Yeah. So it was just really nice, and we got to know the wives of our friends from high school, like Donald Tillman's wife, uh, Dion's wife, yeah. Edie. i mentioned Fitzboy's wife, um, Yolanda, um, Dwight, Ken Jones, his wife. And I mean, they just fell right in with us like they've known us yeah. our whole lives, and they they haven't. <laughs> so, and that's what made it really wonderful too, when when the spouses can get together. And no matter what, we have such a wonderful time with them. Wow! So tell me what did, I want to ask you a question. So tell yes. me what did you like best about the banquet? Since you was at boat at the banquet, other than the flashlight yeah. dance, but that was good.
1: You know, you know what I enjoy. It's, it's I enjoy walking around there uh, and, and and watching everybody having a good time. And and and, and save it, saving it for them as a memory. Mm-hmm. I enjoy. Uh, th- that that's more than anything, you know. People say, "Man, you taking all, you doing all this." Well, I, I'm having a good time doing what I'm doing. Really, you know, I, I've never been a dance burning a dance floor. You'll never see me out there like that. It's just not going to happen, you know. Since starting it now. But, uh, I'm, do, I, I'm doing what I'm do, doing to have a great time and watching people smile and greet and embrace. And I get a chance to talk to people, uh, meeting people I hadn't known. But I feel you get the feeling like you've known them all your life. Absolutely. Uh, um, but,
2: photographer but I, was I, really I good, it. too. Oh, when
1: Walter he Mitchell, took our yeah, picture, he's, the he's,
2: photographer. Yeah.
1: I don't yeah. know his name. I, I, Walter Mitchell. He came out with me. Okay. Because he
2: put that... Banner across the bottom There won't be a time That we won't look at that picture And know exactly when that was No one else had ever done that Because I have the 10 and the 20 year picture All I can say is that this was 20 years ago I can't say I don't remember the exact date of the reunion But now I got my date Of my banquet on my picture As well as on my picnic picture As well And I just thought that was and just I know he went to South Shore as well I'm told too so I hope more people use him for their reunions.
1: Now, uh, have you guys, uh, I know we, you did have the event. You probably, I'm sure you still got the vibe. I still have the vibe. Are you, are you talking about uh, trying to do something next year, or are you just uh, kind of just play it by ear?
2: What, what we discussed was next year to do a picnic, um, to have a class picnic. And um, my suggestion to Adrienne when I talked to her earlier in the week was that we pull in the... The classes like pull in seventy three seventy four seventy five seventy six seventy seven and 78, because anything above seventy three we don't we probably won't know them and anything below seventy eight we probably won't know them either. not saying that we all can't come together, but if we can get everybody to get people to participate in that you know so um we're gonna look into putting our pictures, all the pictures, getting them all off Facebook and putting a memory book together um, that people would be able to purchase and the proceeds will go towards us catering the picnic. That's the idea we have right now, but that's as far as it goes. Because we have to figure out how to get the pictures off Facebook. So we want everybody to post everything they got or send them to us some kind of way. Email them to us because... Cause you know we had a book there where we took everybody's name, address, telephone number, email address. Right. So when it's time, we can just send out one big mass email and text message, whatever, to people to tell them when it's ready.
1: Well, Sylvia, I'm going to let's uh, take another a quick old school break because I want you to think about what I'm going to actually come back. I'm going to we're going to talk about that bucket list. and We're going to talk about. Just that closing statement, but I want to you know, give you okay. a minute, and uh, we'll be right back. Don't forget you all, Rob's Ribs, Robert Zachary Taylor, Smokey, the best damn ribs in the country. Uh, keep that in mind. The brothers is on point. We'll be right back. I'm back Sylvia Bennett and Sylvia. Uh what's on that bucket list, man? What uh what you're thinking about doing? What you want to get into maybe that you haven't experienced yet or have done and had such a good time you want to get back at it?
2: Well, the main thing I want to do is go to all fifty states. I've been in like twenty three. So I'm almost halfway there. I'm saving Alaska for last because that's the furthest. And then um on my Mary Kay bucket list is to be a top sales director and go on the top director trip. That's coming up. They're going on a, they go on an Alaskan cruise in a couple of weeks. And it's all expenses paid by Mary Kay. So those are um, things that I want, you know. And, of course, I want to drive a prestigious pink Cadillac. So
1: <laughs>
2: when I get my Cadillac, everybody will know I'll be driving it around.
1: Well, I, I believe you. I believe. Now, speaking of the uh, states you've been to, you say about twenty over twenty. Uh, which, which, what? Mm-hmm. What a couple are your favorites, and why?
2: Oh, okay. Now, North Carolina because it's beautiful, but I don't want to live there because they have hurricanes. But the the scenery is just so uh, breathtaking. Um, you. I was born in Alabama. And we were just there this year um, in Dothan, Alabama. And they have really changed it from this little bitty small town. I'm um, not saying it's someplace I could live, but it was nice. But the place I would like to retire to is Arizona because nothing grows there and I'll be able to breathe and won't have any allergy problems. But it's beautiful, too. You know, I really enjoyed my – I stayed there a week for work. Most of the places I've been, I've been for work, um, mm-hmm. you know, been to different cities for work. And I have my various reasons. Like, I don't want to live in Minnesota because it's too cold, you know. It's colder than Pittsburgh. So. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just like to uh, – I would like to visit all the states. So I got a list. I'm, I'm sitting in my Mary Kay office looking around to see if I have it hanging up, but I don't. But I have a list of every place I've been, every state I've been in, even if it was just for 24 hours, I went there.
1: I hear you. I hear you. Now this is the time we close the show out. This is when I hand over the mic and I give you a chance to make a closing statement, saying anything you want to say, take as long as you need or as short as you need. Just put it out there in the way that you want it to be received and. there you have it. You
2: got it. Okay. Currently, I'm particip- I participated in a book launch with Crystal Evans Hurst. She's the daughter, the oldest daughter of Tony, Dr. Tony Evans out of Texas. Um, her book is okay. called She's Still There. I recommend anybody read it, but especially women. It teaches you to remember your dreams, you know, those dreams you had as a little girl. And how to pull them back out. And the thought I want to leave with is a thought she gave us today, which is the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. Because we control our happiness. And so if I think bad thoughts, I'm not happy. But if I'm thinking happiness, and I had a really, really uh, rough day today and I called one of my friends and She basically told me the exact same thing. So happiness is what I choose to have daily in Jesus. So that would be my thought. The happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts.
1: I hear you. And much respect to that. Much respect to that. Sylvia, again, thank you for taking the time to come on the show. Uh, I've asked many people. Some people are shy, some people I have no idea, but uh, I understand, but those that uh, have come on like yourself, I really, really, really humbly appreciate taking the time. Thank you so much.
2: Well, I thank you for asking me. I felt honored to be asked to be on the show. So um, Hopefully, I'll see you in October at the Candlelight Bowl for Melanie oh, Sharp when she does her thing. Yeah, thank I'm going to work hard to try to um, be there that weekend. On Um, that note, I appreciate you more than anything.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. I take that to the heart. In the name of whomever or whatever, spiritual power, peace. Good night.